ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Elmo's World. As always, it's your boy Elmer Momit. You already know what it is. And today we are joined by a very special guest, longtime friend of ours, uh, homie we've been known since freshman year, been through us through highs and lows. He operates his own uh, music Instagram page. So if you're if you're music junkies like us, you can check him out at Miles Loves Music. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this is Mr. David White. Hello, hello, hello. Happy to be here. Uh, This is this is a dream come true for me, honestly. (laughs) Life is all ours. (laughs) Grateful to be here. Um, so let's get right into it. This week, uh, what's happened since last episode? Uh, Super Bowl this past Sunday. Uh, I hate I hate February because it's like that lull after the Super Bowl where it's like basketball hasn't really picked up yet because it's not All Star break and it's like there's nothing really going on in sports except the trade deadline. Which speaking of. Today is a great day for for New York. Steve Mills fired. Fired. Head of basketball operations for New York Knicks for the New York Knickerbockers. This is this is as close as we've gotten to playoffs. Like this is this is it for us. Honestly. Uh, So what did y'all think about the Super Bowl? Oh, it was good. I mean, especially in comparison to last year's, it was exciting. You know. Yeah. It was definitely one of the better Super Bowls in recent memory. I enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was a. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a good. I thought it was a good game itself. Any commercials that stuck out to you guys? I like the Post Malone one for some reason. I thought that, that was Post really Malone funny. was really good. Yeah, uh, that one was one. Um, as a Patriots fan, uh, the Tom Brady one oh, definitely was was big. Boo. It was big. <laughs> it was big for us. I don't. Still don't know what's about to happen. You don't even know what that means. He he just said I'm not going anywhere. That could easily mean I'm not. He's just playing football. Or I'm not leaving the Patriots. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Classic Tom Brady. Hey man, it is what it is. When you're the goat, you can do shit like that. That's just how it works. Um, Do you want him to come back? All right, Loki. As a Patriots fan, in order for us to win, I think it's time for us to invest in the future. So. I want a younger quarterback, preferably someone to, through the draft. Like if Brady does come back for one more year, that he can kind of learn from Brady and then take over the next year. But like Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah, literally. I wish we still had him. I wish he was still there. But, you know, it is what it is. We're just going to have to keep moving. But I think I want him for one more year. But after that, like if they extend him past that, I think it's just too much. I think it's time for Brady to hang it up. He had a god-awful year this year. That was so bad. It was fucking terrible. So that's near the end. Oh, my God. The end was the worst. It was painful to watch. Like, the thing is, like, Patriots fans have been spoiled for so long. Like, I mean, we are bound to lose again. So it's like, you know, it is what it is. But I just hope the next guy can kind of, pick it up but it's gonna be a while i i don't think it's just gonna be like an immediate turnaround i think we're gonna need like a solid quarterback i don't even know who our backup quarterback is right now like i actually have no (laughs) idea who it is he came in one game threw a pick and then he never saw the field again and it was game we were up by like 30 like my man i don't know who he is but he's gonna continue warming that bench up even when brady leaves you saw a bell check though yeah, of course. I mean, without with Don't Belichick, it's happen. always yeah. it's always like you know you're always in the game with him there. But um, I feel like it's going to be tough for a young quarterback to like step into the to either step into the Tom Brady shadow, but also to step into the Belichick like Patriots system of like 
all business all the time. Yeah, like exactly. as a young quarterback, like entering that kind of mindset is incredibly difficult. For sure. That's why I think it's still going to be a few years. Like it's going to be a learning process for, and you know, that's just how it goes in the NFL. Like it, it just starts off as a learning process. And for a quarterback, especially he's going to be big in the Patriots system. We've been, we've had Brady for like 20 years. So it's like one dude knew the entire thing, ran the whole offense, but now we'll see. I mean, we'll see who gets a chance. Honestly, we don't even rebuild. know if Brady gonna come back. Time for so. a rebuild. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all look. We've been spoiled for literally two decades. I think Patriots fans need to get a little humbled by a little a rebuild. Little <laughs> go birds. <laughs> He's like go birds. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you! Oh my god! But big up, big up, Andy Reid though. Good for him. I, yeah, I, I right. respect the fact that you Philly fans could could respect that. Yeah, I'm happy for him. He just thing with Andy Reid is man, he did it to himself for real, for real. A lot of times he would just fuck up the time management for games, like late in games and like just bad play calls. Like I was happy that he finally was able to just put it all together. It would have been so sad with a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes yeah. that he wouldn't be able to do it. But I'm glad. I'm honestly more happy for Pat Mahomes than I am for Andy Reid. But he's I mean, a man too. It's good. Yeah, yo, he's the he's gonna carry the NFL for the next like 10, 12, 13, whatever how many years he ends up playing. Um, My only qualm with this Super Bowl is I hate I hate Super Bowls where it's like it's not like one team won, it's the other team lost. You know what I mean? I felt that way about the Seahawks Patriots game. I felt that way about mm-hmm. this game. I felt that way about Atlanta Patriots. Uh, it's like it all came down to Shanahan's mistakes and the way that he ran that offense and how they were running the they were playing the run game so well and then they switched over to passing and then everything fell apart for them at that moment. Yeah. I'll tell you. I um screw the 49ers. <laughs> I I mean, yo, look, I thought Going into the Super Bowl, I definitely thought the 49ers were going to win. Really? Uh, I did. I honestly I thought – I so. really wanted the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, I think you're alone on that. I, I wanted the Chiefs to win, but, like, I was thinking about it in football terms. I was like, yo, look, the Chiefs' defense really isn't that good. It is not a good defense. Um, the 49ers have the best defense in the NFL and one of the best running games I've ever seen carrying momentum from the last game. Um, and then – you know, those running schemes have been so good with those trick plays with their wide receivers and, like, you know, end arounds and everything. Like, they, they had a great scheme. So I was like, if they can control the clock on one end, stop them from scoring on the other, it's going to be very difficult, even with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, like, these explosive weapons. But, and for a while, it, it literally looked like that's what was going to happen. But then, you know, the the Chiefs turned it around. They Their offense was just too explosive, just how it is. Good it's offense. Like Richard Sherman. Yeah, he got torched. Oh, my he got goodness. Torched. Gassed in that fourth quarter. Yeah, oh. he got torched. Do you guys see he was talking shit to Darrell Revis before? Really? Um, and, like, Revis called him out for being, like, a zone corner and, like, not really playing man-to-man or, like, shading the best receiver on the field like Revis used to do. And Richard Sherman just kept firing back. He was like, yeah, we'll see in the Super Bowl. And then... We yeah. saw it in the Super Bowl. My <laughs> man's it. ankles were on the field. That shit was terrible. Was oh, my God. I felt so bad. But then again, Richard Sherman talks a lot of shit. So, 
Yeah, I don't feel you bad. You don't bro. feel, uh, yeah, I don't feel as bad as I would for someone else. You don't feel else. bad for Nick Bosa either. Twitter. Oh, oh my yep, gosh. Man. This is amazing, oh, bro. Oh, Twitter lit up for Nick Bosa. Holy shit. Oh, my god. Those goodness. Magateers just hit different, man. <laughs> they just hit different. Oh, my God. The tweets are like, Nick Bosa loses. Like Black oh History Month and Mahomes wins, <laughs> and like Lamar Jackson wins MVP. It's just so funny. And Shakir and J Lo in the halftime performance. Exactly. Oh my god. Anti-maga. Exactly. Wow. Watched. Have you guys um the tw- like Twitter was going off about uh like the halftime show? There were so many people being like, yeah, oh the thirst. <laughs> the thirst. One hundred percent the thirst. That was number one, and then two, it was like. A lot of people were just talking about like, oh man, this wasn't a, a family friendly, you know, a halftime show. Like they were shaking their ass and like crotch shots and like this was so bad. And it was mostly white people saying that. And I was like, bro, every NFL game you possibly watch, there are cheerleaders half naked there. It is the exact same. They're just performing something like people were just okay. mad. It wasn't someone white mm-hmm. doing the, the halftime show. I was like, wow, man. This shit, this this NFL season really goes deeper than just football. Yeah, honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. This is has to do with the Super Bowl, but just like the whole Jay Z and NFL thing, I still can't really wrap my head around yeah, how that played out. Like he yeah. he was there and he sat during the national anthem, but it was like, bro, I thought you were like you were like screw the NFL, and now you're just like chilling with them so hard. It's like what? There's so many like things people people with money the things that they do are just kind of difficult to understand at times for real for real like who knows if i would make the same decisions right now if i had that kind of money i mean he's a businessman at the end of the day like jay-z is a businessman so like i think it just goes to show that everybody has a price like everyone's willing to sell themselves out at a certain price point literally 100 percent. i mean and it's disappointing because, like, I respect Jay-Z a lot. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, like, I don't know. I can't reconcile it. Yeah, yeah. Um, other news, uh, what David White, since you do run a music page, mm-hmm. want to get your thoughts on the Grammy winners, um, specifically rap album winner. Did you think Tyler, mm-hmm. like, Igor deserved it over the other albums? So I'm a I'm not a huge uh, Tyler fan. Yes, yeah, like I'll just come out the bat and say that I I like like some of his songs. Mm-hmm. I like some of his projects, but like yeah. I just don't like a lot of what he does with his voice. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. He, he he wants to be a singer. He can't sing. Um, <laughs> so this is like a lot of effect with his voice. And I was a big Corday fan. I was I really oh, wanted Corday to win. Love it. Um, but the Grammys are just like they're just so botched so like i like tyler's speech obviously mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. But just like the categories you know urban contemporary like he's like what does that even mean like yeah yeah um so i mean this they're not going anywhere either which is like everyone's like oh boycott the grammys and like but they're not going anywhere and if i was an artist i'd like i'd also kind of want to win a grammy like i'd be lying if i was like oh i don't want to yeah. win a grammy no. but, it's like the biggest award in music of course yeah you want exactly it. And of yeah. course you want recognition for your work exactly but like i don't think I think Tyler winning it was just kind of, I don't know, because it's a very out there album. Like, it's yeah. very, like, this sonically and, you know, this I think stuff. that's the reason he won, though. I yeah. think yeah. the Grammys kind that of respects the, the fact that 
they love when artists kind of break the boundaries of their genre and they like mm-hmm. experiment and do different things. That's why a lot of people respect Frank Ocean because he like yeah. revolutionized R and B. Um, and like they they say that Tyler's doing the same thing with rap. And like I, she it might not be. Not, it might not be. I know the thing is, it might not be everyone's flavor, but it's like new. Like you can't argue. You true. can't argue and say that it's not like new it's different, and yeah. it's not different. Yeah. Like his performance during it, I was like, this guy's just screaming. Like it just seems like he's <laughs> was, just I, screaming. Yeah. I'm like, how? What? Uh, I still think uh, Revenge of the Dreamers should have won. Really? Uh, yeah, I think they should. That should have won the best album. But I wouldn't have been mad if YBN won it because mm-hmm. that album is fucking amazing. Yeah, because like but, YBN's album was just fundamental rap. Yeah, classics, yeah. so pure good. Pure rap. It was Bars. amazing. So good. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it's everything that the rap category should be. Like, if exactly. you really yeah. understood rap, like that's the album of the year. Or, yeah. or Revenge of the Dreamers three. Like, yeah. I'd, either yeah. one of those could easily walk away with that. Uh, but it's the I Grammys. Feel, I feel like the Dreamers album was just not winning. I just feel like you know too many, too many people on this. They're not heads? giving. Yeah, really? they're just like we're not giving them to this. Like. <laughs> Like, as a fan of rap, like, that was an amazing album. I love how mm-hmm. they all collabed. And, like, it was such a big, like, just collaborative effort. But just, I feel yeah. like they were probably like, uh, you know, this is too, this is too much for us in a weird sense. I, I knew they it's weren't like going to 30 win. people come up on stage to accept Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, did you guys see, like, especially two of you were following them on Instagram and whatnot, they are just, like, lighting up in the bathroom and stuff. <laughs> and just, like, being total degenerates. I'm like, you guys are not about to win like this. <laughs> Man. I think they knew they were gonna win, though. Yeah, yeah, they were just having. Yeah, everybody like. knew Igor was gonna win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad. It's just, it's just annoying that, like, we were able to predict it so easily. But I guess, I mean, the points you guys brought up about it being so different and like a different sound, it's like it's unique. It's hard, but the Grammys have been bullshit since that year. You know, Macklemore won yeah, like over what, bro? Kendrick, <laughs> J. Cole, Kanye, Jay Z. I'll never get over that. That was absolutely disgraceful. Yeah, the heist. The heist. Oh, the heist. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. You should give my girl Megan one. You should give my girl Megan a Grammy. That's what I wanted to do. Megan the Stallion? Oh. oh, how do you guys feel about this G-Eazy shit? I know she, she went on. <laughs> oh, I know oh she went on record God. today and cleared it up, but... <laughs> I'm more interested in the the outcry in reaction to it. That's what I think is more interesting. Yeah, like what? Thing. Again, Twitter was just lit up over it. They're just <laughs> sick. They're so sick that she was snuggling up with this white dude, but not any white dude. G Easy of all people. I saw. I, that's the other thing. Like, yeah, it, it was G Easy. That I think people would have been more cool if it was like MGK or like or somebody else. You know what I mean? Make it like. Why do you think G Easy is, is so bad though? Because he's like, terrible. Why is... <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He's yeah. just so buns. <laughs> like, I like this one. Uh, which album did I like? The one where he's wearing like a white tee, a white uh, and the black leather jacket. Yeah, no, not the leather jacket one. The one where it's just him in like a white button down, oh, looking like one all, of the ones? Yeah, like one of the super early ones. Like that's okay, but he just raps about the same stuff. You know, I'm sad. I have money and do drugs. Like, yeah. I mean, I've never been a huge fan of his work. I don't want to be famous. Like, yeah, you do, be easy. <laughs> Literally. Oh, my God. Um, other stuff that's happened since the last pod. Um, oh, wait, wait. Uh, speaking of music, oh. though, I, want, I, I saw this. Uh, Billie Eilish gave an interview today 
Uh, and oh, she was talking it. about like her her rapper friends, and she was saying like, so yeah, like I have a lot of I know a lot of rappers that they just like lie on their tracks. It's like they don't have all these hoes, they don't have all this money. Like it's like, and she's like, I like my genres. She's basically like saying that pop is better than rap because it's truthful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I took I took a lot of like offense to that because oh. like because I think even if rap does embellish a lot like that's the fucking point yeah. of it like who wants yeah, to hear who wants to hear people be honest over some 808s it's like, yeah. it's like yeah i got a two-bedroom apartment like no one wants to hear that shit yeah right yeah, yeah. i mean also who's billy eilish to talk on that so yeah, exactly like, what? what does she know about rap yeah. what the fuck no hell no I mean, bro that's the point like rap creates a story right like it creates kind of a fantasy when you listen to it you're like damn mm-hmm. like this shit's fucking lit like braggadocious you know, yeah, you kind of that's that's i'm never style. gonna sell crack a day in my life but exactly. i want to yeah. feel like that on my way yeah, to work exactly. bro like i don't even yeah, i don't smoke i don't like... even drink bro like there's and i'm still gonna listen to all these dudes talking about hennessy weed all that shit it's like a mentality yeah I, I don't give a fuck like, like top it, dog it's, mentality. it's good it's it's just fun to listen to honestly people just be mad that rap is kind of overtaking the other genres as like the most popular I think people are just kind of getting mad. Roddy Rich, let's go. Roddy Rich, yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, how do you how do you guys feel about um uh, like pop artists trying to dethrone uh Roddy Rich by like getting their fans to go and like crazy. robotically oh stream and like I get know. them to the top? It's like oh just make good god. music. How hard Honestly. is it to make good music? Honestly. So when uh Selena Gomez came out and she said it, she, yeah, she was literally crying. I was like, bro, so much work into this yeah. album. Yeah. So I understand from her point of view, like, yeah, like I put a lot of work in this album. I want you guys to listen to it. It's important to me, all that shit, right? But if your album not as good as the box, I'm sorry. <laughs> that I'm gonna put on the box. I wanna hear that little windshield white beat at the fucking beginning and i want to fucking like jam out to that shit i'm not gonna put your album on like that and honestly the more people ask the worse it gets like the less i want to listen to their shit brady rich ain't saying nothing and he just is like everybody just started streaming it by themselves yeah it speaks to a bigger issue that people think that rap is easy yeah. They think that like Ryder Rich didn't put any effort into the album and he kind of just like cranked it out and like that's why it's successful. It's like, no, like if anything, pop is easy. People write your yeah, lyrics like, for what? you. Yeah. Like you don't even compose your own music, you just perform it. So like what do you mean you put in the work? And I think like people even say that about mumble rap. It's like it's like, yo, mumble rap is so easy, like you just go into the studio and you just talk about bullshit and like that's the song. It's like, then go do it. Like I dare you to go exactly. and try and like put out a like take like the worst rapper you can think of. Like, even if you take like low pump i guarantee you if you told me to go into a studio and make a better song than low pump i couldn't do it i genuinely couldn't do it yeah Utah. it's i think i think people just over they underestimate how hard it is to actually create music like people are i was having this conversation with someone like earlier today like people who play music it's like a different level of understanding like when you can create it like if you're a musician mm-hmm. but people who just listen and just you know, some people say like, oh, I love feeling the music or I love listening to it. That's a that's a point on its own. But when you start getting into creating it and producing these beats and creating sound, it's a lot different. As a musician who's been doing it for a long time, it's hard. It's like it's they, these guys make it look easy. 
right? Like they make it look like, yo, we could all pick this shit up and do it. But there's so much work, so much technology that you have to learn, software, all this shit. But like, think I about really how hard it is to sound unique in 2020. Yeah, exactly. Like, like how what? do you like the fact that Roddy Rich created like a sound that nobody has ever heard before? Oh my like, god! How hard is it? Think about every musician that has ever existed up until this point and sounding different from them. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah. It's so well, so tough. Now there's gonna be so many Roddy Rich like copycats that are gonna pop thing, up. Yeah, yeah, I think Young Thug like paved the way for a lot of like singing yeah, trap sure, music, yeah, and sure. like now Roddy Rich is kind of doing it as well. I I genuinely don't know where rap will go next. Does that make sense? Like yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I agree. Like, I, I've watched it evolve so much in like 20 years. I wow, genuinely don't crazy. know how else the genre can evolve. I'm like starting to think about like the 2000s till now. And how much rap has actually evolved. But also, to be honest, I'll be fully on. I love that song, The Box Now. But mm-hmm. when I first heard that beat at the beginning, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was like, ah, like, oh, bro, this song probably no, yeah, it grew on me. Yeah, it grew on me so much. I was so bumping much. PETA earlier. I was like, I oh, oh, yo, I want to talk about PETA. Yo. What is up with flutes in rap yeah, music like, now? What? Yo, exactly. Future does it. Roddy does it. Like, yeah. I genuinely don't know why people are obsessed with flutes, but I'm on this wave. I mean, yes, sir. Most definitely. I th- I hey, think maybe that's the new direction. That's what I'm saying. I think part of it is that's just going to start happening with the Like, music. instrumentalism? Yeah, like, it's just going to get so much more, like... Like, if you told me that we have, like, a, a Drake track with, like, a cello in it in a couple months or something, <laughs> or, like, a ukulele, like, something just ridiculous. So, they'll be like, okay, yeah, all right. Yo, low-key, a Drake track with some cello in it sounds <laughs> fucking insane. There's only ones that already exist. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. But that actually, like, I could see that being put together. That shit would sound fucking insane. I mean, it, is, be... it, it is already kind of happening. Like, I think a lot of people are getting into, like, the jazzy, like, rap yeah. kind of beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like the, that whole Fire. lo-fi hip-hop is becoming like, really mainstream these days. Yeah, exactly. um, mm-hmm. People just, like, vibing out to that. And I think, I feel like that's going to be the next... Uh, Wave direction of hip-hop joey badass definitely was like a pioneer in that oh for sure Um, like i'm trying to think of who else really does that and it's like joey is just like the only name i could come up with right now joey Uh, i guess you could say that he's been out of the game for a minute now yeah he's coming back though soon uh any any exciting uh drops here you're looking forward to this month i know i got brent fayaz drop in in a few days oh my goodness brent fayaz gonna hit us with that Fucking heat. Someone Cannot else is dropping on. I'm about the same name, and you guys are gonna be like, "What?" But the side, the person I'm very excited for, February 14th, that's the Beaver dropping his album. Okay, I knew lie. you were gonna I'm say that one. All right, guys, this is the end of this episode. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, as always, it's been your boy Elmer Momi signing off. We'll catch you guys. Next week. <laughs> just, just as we were talking about how whack some pop stars are, my man comes in here and like, "Yo, bro, I know I, the new Beavs album is coming." <laughs> I, I can't. I, I won't be able to really. Okay, as a big Justin Bieber. Justify fan, it. I yeah, dare I... you to justify it. Okay. So, hmm. I can go all the way back. <laughs> <I> can... <laughs> take us back to the beginning. No, take it back to the beginning. Go. I didn't even. I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of Baby. You know, I wasn't a big fan of that. Um, that Justin Bieber. But I think it was. I don't know. It was 2013, 2014. He dropped journals. Um. And I don't know he he moved away. It, it became more R and B, and I like 
you know, I, I like to that, sing, yeah. you know, I like to dance. He can, he can kind of do everything too. Like he can sing and he can dance. So he checks two boxes and he can also kind of spit bars too, like on some unreleased SoundCloud vibes. Like he can <laughs> kind of, like him on, like him, you guys can't, you have to admit you liked him on, um, that one Travis song. What was Marie, it? I'm drunk. Yeah. Marie, like what? Like that oh, was fire. Yeah, like, I was literally yeah. just thinking that when you were <laughs> yeah. talking about it. Like. Yeah. That's so, fair. like, he, a lot of his music, not, like, a lot of it, but, like, he has that edge to it, too. And I'm like, I'm there for that. I'm here for that. But that's I, mean, I liked feature. him with Post Malone, too. Everyone can everyone can shine on a feature. But if to put an album together, that's a whole different Well, then, movie. have you listened Have you listened to There's no way you listen to any of Purpose, though. Have you listened to any of Purpose? No. I hate that I'm <laughs> name-dropping Justin Bieber albums right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, like, well, that's a good album, too. There's also something else that's coming out on the 14th, but the 14th is a big day for me in terms of new drops. Did you uh, hear his song with Kalani? Get yeah, me. exactly. Right? Like, that's a nice was, R&B, you know, I'm vibe. I'm not going to lie. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That shit is on my playlist. I will not front. Exactly. It's so, in know, my it's, R&B playlist. It's 2020 I now, guys. You like <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I, I fuck with Justin Bieber. I like... I like the transition of Justin Bieber. Yeah, exactly. Like like you said to R&B, he was so pop before and now he's like kind of shifting his sound a little bit. It's more mature, I think and and I fuck with him. I I fuck with him. I'm not like like I wouldn't say that I'm like watching out for his drop <laughs> like I would be for, you know, Brent Files. I'm a bigger Brent Files fan for sure, but um like if it has good songs on it, we're going to go into the playlist, man. Like you I said, twenty twenty, bro. It's a new decade. We men, men, listen to Justin Bieber, bro. We out here. <laughs> we with it. We with I, these we, new. We this literally new wave. with it, bro. <laughs> I will say, I do respect the fact that you're like willing to say that you like Justin Bieber because I think a big problem with a lot of, a lot of like hip hop fans in general, it's like they're not willing to recognize music outside of hip hop or like Very they're not willing to own up to music that they genuinely like. It's like they're so fake about the music they like is like if it's not mainstream i'm not gonna rock with it or i'm not gonna tell my friends i like it. it's like yo like i listen to adele bro like i fuck heavy i'm not gonna like be a phony and say like i like something just because all of my friends like it. you know what i mean yeah no uh, not. tame and paula that's the group that i'm super that's not yo i i, I saw that too 14th. on your on your ig page it's like oh, yeah like another one of those things where it's like Bro, like we all know, like you, you don't have such a tunnel vision when it comes to music. It's like yeah. there's so many different yeah, tastes exactly. that like everyone enjoys, and like just because you, you don't show it doesn't mean like you don't like don't hide that yeah. from other people. Yeah, like, I want to exactly. know what you're really listening to, no, and I think that says a lot about you as a person. Like, tell me what That's you're true. really listening to. Don't tell me about like Drake and Future. Like, yeah, like yeah, Life is Good. That. I love that. Like, <laughs> obviously, like Life is Good. Yeah. Is Speaking of Life is Good. I felt like Drake should have came back into the song at the end. Like, he's just, it, they split it up basically into two songs. Two I don't know songs. what your guys' thought. It's, it's, it's literally two songs. Two songs. I was hoping for Drake to come back and tie it all back together, but he never did. And it kind of, it's like a cliffhanger, man. Like, I don't are you, know. Are you, which are you more of a fan of? Drake or Future? Drake. Yeah, Drake too. So that's Drake. like. I liked Future's verse. I love, yeah, yeah, I love Future too. But I was like, yeah, Drake I love is Drake. the guy, like yo. melodic, you know. Yeah, Drake, come on, man, Drake. Remember us all listening to Views together at uh, oh no, Library? no, bro, take me back, bro, take, take me back. That was one of the purest like musical moments I can ever remember. Honestly, for sure. Like, 
Honestly. It was a whole body experience, you know? You had a like, oh, listening party once. That shit was insane. <laughs> in, in a library. library. In the library, a, bro. You guys keeping up with uh, with GW News? With what's bit. happening on campus? A little bit. A little, little tiny bit. Tiny y'all, bit. Peep, y'all peep LeBlanc getting some little heat? <laughs> yeah, he's getting himself in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> he's getting himself in some it's, trouble. It's that is that time of the month, right, David? Yeah, it's every time, to- every it's that every time of the month, history, you know? every Black History Month. Everyone's on a microscope. Shout out, GW. Shout out, GW. Shout out, GW. Raise high. Raise high. Let's go. Um, but for our blue. listeners that aren't aware, um, President Blanc got caught in some heat over a, a video that surfaced of um, him speaking with a student about divesting in. Um, fossil fuel companies and uh, he made an insensitive comment saying um, you know the the question was you know if the majority of students felt a certain way about this issue um, would he like agree with what the students felt and he said no well like if all the students on campus wanted to shoot all the black kids here you know would we do it like of course not um, so he caught a lot of flack for that comment and like as a president of university like what are you doing dog yeah come on like that's just something you don't say like um, but I think, but I think even more than that comment, like I was just surprised to see how people were like so willing to twist what he was saying and like take it in a very different context. Um, cause he actually made some really like legitimate points and it was like a really good discussion to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if you aren't aware, it's on overheard, um, at GW on the Facebook group, if you want to watch it. Um, but like they had a really good discussion about like the difficulties in like modern society and like respecting other people's perspectives and their political beliefs. Um, and like what freedom of speech at an academic institution really means. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. as much as we want to silence other people, like we yeah. can't. And like as an yeah. academic institution, like it's actually like our responsibility to give those people a voice. Um, and it's tough and you're not going to like it, but it's just life. It's just being an American. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I was happy that he even had the, like he had the conversation with the. Right? Uh, it's like you're the president of university and you took yeah. like 10 minutes of your time to talk to a student. Like, good for you. Because you know he mean? could have easily just kept walking like that on my face. Easily. Like, that man's net worth is like a billy, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he, like, LeBlanc in general is like, has been pretty good about student engagement, even while we were at GW. Yeah, he's probably so sick. He's like, probably so sick right now. He, yeah, like, this. <laughs> Like this publicity is just gonna frame him in such a bad light, but in in actuality, like he was actually really good while we were at GW. Um, he like come out to everything, like actually talk to the students and shit. He was cool. I got to talk to him a few times. Great guy, but uh, that analogy was just terrible. Come on, buddy. Very misplaced. Oh Holy fuck! Oh my goodness. Would you say? Would you guys say? I feel like it is worse, but would you say worse on on GW than the sorority shit last year with no the banana? Way. No. Way. no way. I mean, I guess because I guess his position makes yeah. it a little worse, but like, yeah, in terms of what gets me as a black person more upset, definitely the banana and the sorority stuff. Like, mm. yeah, because I don't think it was malicious. Like, I don't yeah. think he, like it was a poor choice of words, but his intent wasn't malicious. And, like, I don't Agreed. think he, like, what he was saying was, like, the right thing. You know what I mean? It's, like, it was sure. a poor choice of words, but he was saying, like, yeah, like, I support, like, not that he supports black students on campus, but, like, he wouldn't do something like that, yeah, right? exactly. Uh, but on the other hand, it's, like, that, I think the scariest moments of racism are the subtle ones. 
the ones that happen in like yeah. everyday conversation those are the that's real racism and that's the shit you really need to pay attention to it's like it's not this stuff that like is said in like political speeches and whatnot it's like mm. the everyday the little nitty-gritty like snapchats that get sent to each other like the stuff yeah. that you really feel deep inside that you only talk about to your friends that's racism yeah that's terrible bro terrible it's hard to sometimes you gotta like sit back and reflect on like what you like you as a person say right like it's, i'm like i'm like trying to do it right now like think about you know what what do I say that could be, you know, considered as like racism outside of my friend circle? It's hard to reflect on that shit too. Like you, you really don't know until like you, like somebody actually picks it out. Bro, I um, hate to be a public figure. Yeah, I that should be tough. It. Yeah, I don't like. In terms of our generation, I'm really interested to see how it all plays out because everything that we've done has been documented. Like it's oh. somewhere. Every oh like God. like when Dang, we grow bro. up, like is it gonna be like just free for all? Like everybody just has dirt on everybody, or is it gonna be like like, like I don't bro, know like, how that's gonna turn out? Your kids could go back and see everything you've said. Yeah, it's like let's see dad's Snapchat from twenty fourteen. Yeah. Like oh God, that's bro. insane. That is insane. Oh my goodness. Damn, bro, bro you got me fucked up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck me. They just. See every old Facebook my post from middle school. Snapchats get out of here. Exactly, bro. I'm telling you, it's gonna be on some database somewhere, some oh, free open library. Disgusting, <laughs> disgusting. They can like go to a section, and be like, "Oh, Chowdhury, yeah, Momit, yeah, that's Boom. my dad." Oh, fuck, fuck that. that Yo, I don't gross. know if you guys saw the story. I think it was. I don't know if it's still happening, but it was in China. They have like this this system of like it's like social equity it's like if you do like good things and if you like stay like if you do like the right thing and like you're not a piece of shit like um you get it's like a black mirror episode it's like you get points oh i heard about and, this like, you get a rating like it's like social yeah. like, a social rating right yeah, yeah, yeah i heard um, about this one and it's like you think about like if something like that happened like in america uh bro like god knows what oh, our rating what? would be because it's like Oh, you never know. You know what I mean? It's like you're not the best judge of your own character. Yeah, for so, sure. You know, to oh, you, you might please. be a saint, but to somebody else, like you might be a dickhead. For sure. Damn, that should make you to think, think. And to think that a score like that could have implications on like employment, yeah, like long. ability to get a mortgage, yeah. ability to get a loan, like things like that. It's like insanity. It's like it's like taking your Uber driver rating, Uber rider rating to a new level. Exactly. My shit four point nine though, so we good. Get out of here. We bro. out here, bruh. We out, Get out here. here. You don't ride anymore. I pull up I I pull up I pull up the receipts right now, bro. I'll look at mine. I'm at geez, four point eight one. Hey, let's Dude, go. What the hell did you do? Yeah, know, right? What the man, fuck were you know. doing in the Uber dog? I'm saying that and mine is probably like a four point seven. <laughs> <laughs> You guys talking about this virus though? Oh, yo, honestly, I have not really done anything different. There was a case actually that was uh, reported at George Mason. Really? It turned out uh, eventually, yeah. So it, it they were following it for a while, and the the test results came back negative. This dude. <laughs> Bro, they had him quarantined like really? dead ass. Yeah, Jesus. this dude was quarantined. He was not allowed to leave. He's a student. Yeah, it was a student there. I think he was a like a foreign exchange student, and he lived on campus. He was basically quarantined. They got his test results back, and and they actually came back negative. But even when it was happening, like bro, I was still going to campus doing the same shit, like 
I don't. That can definitely be taken as a bad thing, for sure. But nah, it's like it's, what you're supposed to do. Yeah, like it's so hard to like be like, oh fuck, now I gotta wash my hands like seventy five times before I do anything. You know, mm-hmm. like it's hard for for me to change my daily routine, even though it's something so big that's out here killing people. Like, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts? I think people are just bugging, bugging. Like, to, to be fair, like, more people die from the normal flu every year than die from coronavirus. Like, dead ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, it's just because there's no vaccine for yeah, it, so no it vaccine. spreads yeah. a lot faster. And, yeah. like, most of the people that are dying from it are old <laughs> and they have, like, other lung conditions where it's, like, mm-hmm. the, the virus just puts them over the edge and, like, that's what causes them to die. Um, and, like... I like I'm not a fan of how the CDC and like how the WHO has handled this and like the fear mongering that's been going on. Yeah, uh, like Twitter, Twitter is going to make their memes regardless. But as yeah. like a uh, institution like that, like you can't contribute to it. Like you got to like they don't present the context well enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, literally more people die from the regular flu every year than die from coronavirus. Yeah. So like, what are you really doing here? And the symptoms for it are like almost it's the exact similar, same yeah. as just it's like a normal cold, it, isn't it? Though, literally, like the fact that yeah, like it's since it's they don't have a vaccine that can spread so quickly. It's just like it's chilling it's as yeah. a virus. Like I can, I can if I mutate at any point. Like, exactly. Like how you so, stop me? But that, but I think the coronavirus, not itself, but the fact that it is here and like it, it presents a different problem that I think eventually the human race will have to face. And that's antibiotic Uh resistance. Uh Like it's so scary to think about like these bacteria are just constantly mutating. And one day we may not have the proper medical technology to deal with, with some of these super bacteria. And some of them are, are already, you know, here, but that was the thing that I thought about. I didn't really think about the coronavirus specifically, but you know, there are going to be these, mutated like fucking bacteria that are gonna like cause chaos yeah. in, in the world i yeah. i read something super off ball about it uh i don't know where i read this probably was on reddit or something <laughs> that they 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 hypothesized that china released it so to take everybody's attention off hong kong i oh, yeah I, I keep seeing these like weird videos on twitter yeah um, about like just they're like police like rounding people up and throwing them to these like white vans because they have quote-unquote coronavirus um am i am i gonna be the one to like, promote <laughs> conspiracy theories on elmo's world no no but absolutely am, I, not. am i gonna be honest and tell you that like a ounce of me kind of believes it something's going on over there yeah something's, go, something's going down and down hot kong bro china be doing some fucked up shit i honestly could not Maybe put it past that. them Elmo's world has been flagged now yeah. in China. Did you see how much money the NBA lost because of Daryl Morey's tweet? Yeah. Oh 200 God, million. Ridiculous. Bro. That's what? wild. The most expensive tweet in in you're the gonna, history of the world. American and the crazy thing now. is they can't even fire him because they stand for like democracy and his, yeah. his, his like right to say that, which is wild. It's like they yeah. literally took a $200 million L on him. And they respect like democracy enough, and like the and like the NBA's morals and values to give him a job, which is wild yeah, to me. I agree. Do you That's think he like, should be fired? No, no way. I don't think so. So like, how can China censor American citizens? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, from a business standpoint, okay, then yeah, fire him, I guess. Yeah. But from like, uh, 
ethical standpoint. Yeah, it's like what? Like yeah. this is a sovereign country. Like, like China is the NBA's second biggest market outside the U.S., isn't it? No, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely is. Yeah, like, but like China shouldn't have that. I mean, yes, like from a business, I completely understand. But then, like, what's next? Like, what is it next? That's like, oh, we can't do X, Y, and Z because this country China won't like it. Yeah, right. Like, it would just set precedent for too many things. I think it's like. I think him not being fired is the right thing to do. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, honestly, he ain't even tweeted. He just retweeted something too. Imagine, like, we we're just talking about how, like, all our kids can see, like, everything we're doing. The impact of just one little retweet. And for someone in his position too, it's just insane to think about, like, how connected everything is. But if you think about it, they're already silencing us without telling us to silence ourselves, right? It's like every other NFL, I mean, NBA executive, every other political figure, they're all keeping their mouth shut about it. Even though they they believe a certain way about the issue, they're all not saying anything because they know the implications of what what they're saying means and Mm -hmm. what it'll mean for like their country or for their organization or whatever it may be. So like in practice, they're already silencing us. He just did it. Like he just just took it one step further than everybody else did. Uh, then firing him would take would just take it to another level. Then it's like yeah. okay, you really can't even like firing him would be way too much. I, I think that's a step way too far. And I like don't. They're GM not going too. to do it. Like not like a bad. Yeah, GM. Like he's a actually GM. a great GM. <laughs> yeah. for the Rockets, like he built a great fucking team. Um, so it's like I think firing is like a something that's not even in the question for him. Um. I think for the NBA, it was more like, it's like, that's what's defined the NBA recently. It's like, they allow their players um, to speak up about different issues. Like, if you think, if you compare the NBA and the NFL in that sense, it's like worlds apart, right? It's like, the NFL, you can't even kneel, but like, um, in the NBA, guys are wearing like Black Lives Matters t-shirts, like during the national anthem. Uh, And like, the NBA is proud of that. Like, they've assumed that character. Um, So it was more, it wasn't necessarily about like, um, the political aspect of it, of like mm-hmm. allowing a foreign nation to influence how the NBA operates, but it's more about like the NBA just has to stand up for its own values, and like that's what they've that's what they've put out like for the past ten years. Of, like we empower our players to be more than basketball. Like we want yeah. them to be more than basketball, and like I think that's important. And I'm glad the NBA like feels that way, and like it's unfortunate that like they have to take a, a loss like that, and like that they lose like a huge. Um, percentage of their market and like there's fans of the nba of the nba that like won't get to watch nba basketball because of like this one guy's like comments but you know if that's the cost then that's the cost yeah and don't make it back i mean basketball is such a global game like i'm sure they will find another market i mean maybe not that can match china but i mean they they're got, trying to they've got africa now africa they're building mm. into india india is also you know similar to china in the sense of its population so if they if they can get it like that like that, I mean the NBA has always been very progressive league, the NFL the no fun league some some bullshit. So yeah, like the the NBA is gonna I think it'll bounce back. I I think the the loss is temporary. They'll they'll come back to it. All right, guys, we're running a bit late on time here. So as always, you can check us out on Spotify and Apple Music at Elmo's World on Instagram as well. David, you got anything you want to plug for the boys and girls? Uh, um, 
We got some music coming. We got some music coming soon. So. Oh! Here, keep your ears. Keep your ears open. Oh, uh oh. Flex bombs for that. We have is that is that SYG gang dropping it? No, this is South Beach Boys. We have oh. skits. We have. A, we're about to. We're about to blow your mind. Everyone. Yo, Momi, so. have you not oh, yes. heard the South Beach Project? No, I have not actually. Oh, you're in for some treats. You're in for some oh, treats. Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm with it. I'm here for it. I actually just started like learning how to like uh, actually make beats and like make music. So I'm definitely down to listen to more through. shit, bro. I'm there. I'm there, bro. All right. He's also Miles loves music on Instagram. It's loves with a U, right? With a U, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, you're fucking stupid. That's. What <laughs> I'm a hipster, bro. I'm a hipster. Uh, but give him a follow. Definitely some fucking sick content he puts out. Great content. Great in-depth music analysis, yeah. bro. If you're music geeks like us, you're gonna yeah. You'll gang, love gang. his page. OG squad for life. You already know. All right, but that's it for this one. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace out. Mm -hmm.